Hey y'all, it's Aisha McGowan here, also known as a Quick Brown Fox. Welcome to Chapter 2 of Quick Brown Foxes. This week we'll be meeting Madonna D from Barcelona. First, I would like to thank all of my supporters and partners, Cannondale, Assos, SRAM, Lake, Scratch Labs, and Carmichael Training Systems. As promised, I want to give a shout out to my latest patrons, Anna Schwinn, Camille Rainim, Elizabeth Reingord, Ella Green, Emily Chapel, Eric Ware, Flora Soon, Jane Kaminsky-Runyon, and Rachel Hovel. Thanks so much for your support. I truly, truly appreciate it. You guys are the best. If you would like to contribute to the Patreon, you can find it at patreon.com slash aquickbrownfox. And without further ado, I give you Madonna D. Hello, my name is Madonna. Um, that's my real name, 100%. I was born in Syria, born and raised. Till I was uh, around 21 years old, I uh, traveled to Spain. Well, the idea of me uh, traveling to Spain, I didn't really choose it just because my uncle was there and I always wanted to go out and explore and see beyond the, the borders. I uh, came to Spain, the first purpose was just to visit around. I, I loved it, just fell in love. I uh, learned Spanish, that was the, like the first thing that I did and then... Uh, How did you learn Spanish? Was it like full immersion or...? No, actually, uh, I didn't really even sign up for a course. It was like a free course that the government provided. I was like, okay, I'll sign up for the it. The government of Spain? Yeah, in Leon, Castilla Leon. That's They told me like the best place to learn Spanish is in there, like pure Spanish. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah. Did you have to be like a citizen of Spain or like any no. special requirements? Well, you have to be, yeah, you have to be resident. Like, okay. Yeah, you'll have okay. to have be, like a, a year at least. And lived here for a year? Yeah. Okay. Cool. So, yeah, that was very, very, very good. So I didn't really, it was like courses, if, I don't know, what's the dele or something like that. No, it wasn't really serious, but I had to learn Spanish to get by because in Leon they don't speak any English. <laughs> So that was a really good excuse to learn Spanish as well. Uh, then later on I learned Spanish, I was like, okay, I had enough. Leon was like a very small town, so uh, I wanted to find a job and, you know, find what I uh, went out of Syria for. It's not like to be in a small town. Uh, so I went to Santander. It was a really nice city. Uh, I had in Santander, like the bank? Exactly, that's the name <laughs> of the bank because of the city. Exactly. I didn't, I didn't know that. <laughs> it's in Cantabria region. Okay. Um, it's on, on the north, on the coast side of. It's on the Atlantic. It's okay. On the ocean, not in the Mediterranean. Got it. It was very nice, very beautiful. I had some experiences in there, and then uh, I thought I need to do something like uh, study something else okay so it wasn't really an option like a lot of options in Spain in English so I went to London where my brother lives okay I studied there is uh, graphic designing okay then I said okay uh, I need to go back to Spain but how I'm gonna prepare an epic uh, like ride back to Spain so did you start riding bikes in London. In London. Yeah. Okay, so tell me about that. How did yeah. you get into bikes? So, 
Yeah, the first thought was when I was back in Syria, a two-cycle tourist came by and we hosted them. They were on their their bike riding from Sid- from London to Sydney. Oh wow! Wait, yeah. there are planes involved, isn't there? Like an ocean in the way? Yeah, yeah. There's a ferry, and they went to Syria. I'm not sh- sure how did their ride went. But they ended up in Sydney. And when, once I saw that, I was like, I was mind blown, literally. I was like, how could anybody do that? You like, know? what made you want to do it? Exactly. Thousands of miles of kilometers uh, on your bike, you and your buddy just riding. I mean, did wow. you know how to ride a bike before then? So we're having this conversation at all because Madonna's family hosted some touring cyclists and she became so inspired by them that when given the opportunity, she took it and did a bike tour herself. It's really cool how representation works, isn't it? When I was a very, 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 very uh, little, yeah, well, my uh, we had a <coughs> garden zoo. You used to just ride inside the garden, you know, it's like two okay. k's going and going. Uh, but then I don't know for just you know being in Syria, it's it wasn't like really, you know, for girls to ride the bike wasn't something that you could do, you know, because of the society just didn't allow. When I I saw them, I was like one day I'm gonna ride my bike. I'm gonna travel with my bike. And after like maybe, I don't know, five years, six years, I had the chance. I was in London and I had plenty of time. I was like, I'm going to ride back on my bike. I bought the stuff. My brother, my big brother really helped me, supported me with everything. So uh, we bought the bike, the panniers, the rags. Like, you and know, you just like- jumped straight in a bike tour. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Without even knowing how to handle a bicycle with with a drop handle handlebar. <laughs> but that was the best experience of my life. <laughs> there you go. That's how you do it. So you rode from London um, to... To uh, Plymouth to take the ferry, then ferry to Santander. Actually, I didn't cross uh, France. So the idea is just doing the Camino Santiago, the way of St. James, if you heard of it. I haven't, but I'll have to look into it. Yeah, you do. You do that. <laughs> so uh, the Camino Santiago, or the way of St. James, starts from the uh, border of, the, of Spain, from uh, a, a small city, a French small city called saint jean pierre de port And then it goes all the way to the, uh, let's say, east or west. Barcelona, which side is it? Oh, okay, the other side of Barcelona. <laughs> yeah, I am not from here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I do not know. <laughs> Good note. Uh, so it goes all the way to Santiago de Compostela. At least you know where it is, no? So it covers around uh, 800 kilometers. Okay. But <clears throat> I did cover around 1,000 because coming down and then... Uh, How long did that take? Uh, it took me like two weeks, two weeks and a half. Okay. Madonna mentioned Camino de Santiago, which in English is the way of St. James. And it's a pilgrimage from one's home to the remains of St. James. I'm going to assume that he was a big apostle, really big in Christianity, Catholicism. Not too familiar. I'll let you do your own research. But it's a really 
famous common route that I guess a lot of people take on their own or in organized tour groups, and this is the route that Madonna decided to take. But I was really, 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 there was no rush at all. I, I stayed in the village that I liked the most and I felt like so peaceful and so happy. I just stayed, uh, you know, it's so nice to stay in the mountains and uh, small shelters. What was the hardest part for you? It was a, a climb called... Uh, oh boy, you were like ready. <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I can never forget that part of the ride the tour it was uh, called uh, Osebrero it was on the exact uh, like uh, separating two regions uh, Galicia and uh, I don't know I think Castilla León okay it was the hardest I cried oh Oh, no did you stop and walk I pushed my bike come on that's like (laughs) the minimum that I've done Uh, yes I did but uh, I cried because it was just the timing was like about the the day is uh, about to end and you know in the mountains and no sun i was freaking out you know why why is so special this tour for me i mean apart from it's like it got me into cycling it was the first time ever on my own i was been with my brothers i have got two brothers like very protective and everything it was are they older brothers yeah okay it was my very first time on my own and I survived it. <laughs> I was like, how old were you? <laughs> I'm 27. Right. I mean, now. how old were you then? Uh, 25, I guess. Okay. Yeah, something like that. 25, 24. That's awesome. Yeah. So yeah, I think a lot of people can relate to that like <laughs> liberating aspect of riding bikes. I mean, not everyone can relate to just jumping straight into <laughs> doing like a thousand mile bike tour. Yeah. But yeah, for sure. So. You rode from London to Santander. Yeah. And how did your bike journey progress from there? Uh, the very first, uh, the very first tour, or sorry, the fir- first climb. It was uh, Alto del Perdón. Okay. It's called. Uh, it was in Pamplona. I was, I was like, what? What am? Why? Why did I do it? Why? You know, the, <laughs> like why am I here? Like, why am oh, I've had those moments. <laughs> I mean, why? I could be in the Caribbean, you know? <laughs> Suntan, it was like, yeah, just like I had those moments. But then okay. uh, something just, you know, followed some uh, other cyclist pushing, saying, cheering. I Are those uh, birds? <laughs> seagulls. <laughs> they have a message. <laughs> All right. So this was recorded on a rooftop in Barcelona, and those are real birds. And you will find out later that they totally had a message. Okay, keep going. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So yeah, I had some tough moments, but it always followed by something good. Just like, you know, I kept going because of the reason. I got lost. Oh, oh, a crew! <laughs> it's getting intense in there. <laughs> they are like on a mission. I don't know <laughs> what for, but that's not a sign. Yeah. All right. Oh uh, yeah. So uh, I had some some good moments. Some moments I okay. I won't forget. And uh... that's awesome. Okay. So once you made it to Santander, yeah, you weren't like, man, I'm never gonna ride a bike 
ever did. That was awful. <laughs> what was I thinking? <laughs> what happened next? Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, as I said before, well, I arrived to Santander. I went to Pamplona to join the way. Uh-huh. And then... Uh, like whenever I find myself in a f- like a very difficult situation, I see like why f- I I should go back. I mean, I could I could easily go back, like pack up the bike and uh-huh. just go back to Barcelona by train. But always something happens. It's like okay, it's a signal. I should keep going. I I chose to do this. I mean, okay, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I met a lot of people, a lot of nice people on the road. So they were very supportive. Uh, and I kept you mean along the your way, bike yeah. tour because they, were yeah. they also on bikes or was it like host Both. people? Well, I, I, I yeah. Where did you stay? Did you camp? I camp and in shelters. Is okay. there, they called in Spanish albergue, so you say like it's like like it's like, like, like hostels or it's a really like a bed and breakfast, like minus star, minus one star. <laughs> Not familiar. <laughs> But maybe, yeah, maybe like fellow <laughs> Europeans know what you're talking about. Yeah, very like the one the houses that you see in the mountains. Okay, it's like more than a shelter. So you share a, a like a dorm. Okay, with a lot of people, and but you have to hike the Camino, or you have to be like a pilgrim. Oh, so you can't just be like a tourist. Yeah, a tourist, okay, like because Got it's it. very economic and very good. It's just like especially for the hikers or the pilgrims that they're doing the way of St. James. Okay. This is really cool. So if you're doing the way of St. James or Camino Santiago, there's an official alberga system in Spain that's run mostly by state officials or local volunteers who are just giving their time to help pilgrims along the way. You can't stay there unless you're hiking the way of St. James and you're only allowed to stay one night unless you have a medical exception. Pretty neat system. So I had to camp like a few times because it's either there were no space for me or I just had to like, you know, it was so dark and there was Got no it. way. Okay, sweet. So what are you up to now? You're not in Santander. You're in Barcelona. Yeah. How'd that happen? Oh, so yeah, the reason why I, uh, I want to go back uh, like with this long ride because I was like okay I'm 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 gonna f- stay in Barcelona find a job and uh, you know because it's like the like there is like English speakers and I can you know um, find a job and blend in and everything okay. I went back to when once I've finished my mission I packed my bike and went back to the train to the opposite direction exactly <laughs> and then I arrived here and was like okay I'm gonna start my how life. far is it from Santander uh, no uh, Santiago de Compostela okay Santiago de Compostela is very important to mention because that's where the remains of St. James are currently buried. So that's the end of the route. So once she got to Santiago de Compostela, she packed up a bike, got on a train, and went back to Barcelona. I sound a little confused because I was under the impression that she was telling me that she rode her bike back to Barcelona, which would have taken almost the exact same amount of time, but she took the train. Okay, I'm with you. Are you with me? Let's keep going. Is from Santiago de Compostela. It's like the same amount, like 800, 900 kilometers. Jeez. 
<laughs> Making it easy. <laughs> okay. So uh, I arrived to Barcelona. I um, I had my other brother living in here, so okay. So that was helpful. Yeah, that was very helpful. <laughs> Came back to my both brothers, like being protective and helpful. Um, so yeah, I was searching for a job, and I was like, I had my touring bike still with me. I was like, no, this is not finishing in here. I need to, you know, I've got my bike. I and it just felt so powerful on the bike. Okay. I felt so good, and and I've never felt. I never had this feeling. You mean? you know oh I get it <laughs> <laughs> yeah and it's not like it's not finishing a race it's just like finishing a mission on a bike I've never had any idea of how to ride a bike and the, the funny thing is like this part of ignorant part helped me a lot helped me because you mean like not knowing what's like coming, not knowing what was gonna happen exactly yep yeah that's mm-hmm. like most of the, the the way I was like mm, all right nothing yeah you happen. just took a like, chance yeah exactly you just, you just have to have an attitude and everything will follow you know okay. but now if I'm gonna tour back the same way I'll be like oh okay what's what if that and what if you know like thinking about a lot of stuff so because you have that experience exactly. now you know what to expect exactly Sorry to interrupt again, but my goodness if she isn't right. Ignorance is totally bliss at the beginning of a bike journey. All the things you learn sometimes can get in your way, and you become too much of an expert, and all the things become so complicated and challenging and whatever. Back to Madonna. So have, you, have you done any more tours? Uh, well, in, the, in September 2017... Okay. There is a part, like three stages of the Camino. It's like on the uh, very. It's in Galicia. It starts from um, Santiago and Compostela, and you make like a triangle. Okay. It's very nice. It's like the, the, the. Is this an organized ride with other people? I was a friend. He was okay. doing it. And okay. uh, because when uh, the Camino Santiago it finishes in Santiago. Santiago de Compostela but there is like another three stages you could do just like a tour like cycle touring with a panniers and another friend so you just decided to yeah, do this yeah got it okay because I know they have like big organized things where you can like yeah they do go yeah, through companies they, or what, okay. yeah this that's awesome so yeah yeah, then it was like very short one, but you know, now it started working. You can't really <laughs> have three, almost three weeks for yourself. So, so how do you get your cycling fix now? Oh, yeah, it, it was a big change. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, once I've, uh, I was like on my own, not knowing anybody. I just took in, this, in Barcelona. Yeah, this took these touring bikes, almost like gravel bike. Right. And went like I lived really near a famous climb and didn't know that famous hill. What's it called? Forad del Vent. Okay. You, you must have done it for sure. I don't know. Yeah, I've been so following good. people around all <laughs> week. I have no idea where I've been. It's very, very, very <laughs> famous. So uh, I went up these hills like 4K, like 2 point gradient, 2 point something. Okay, 2%. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, I stopped like in between just to. <laughs> <laughs> to have a breath, you know. <laughs> oh of course. <laughs> no, that was very, very n- funny. Now remembering all this stuff, 
I then I went down and then up and I'm just like very like writing and I was like okay I'm really getting good but I need something to you know to cooperate you know you're getting fitter so yeah like so you need something bike, to like you know uh, yeah right to, just to oh so you. you jumped on the equipment train <laughs> okay yeah, sorry, I'm done in that. plus one <laughs> So I was like, okay, uh, sorry, booty, but I have to keep you aside because I need... Oh, your poor touring bike. Okay. <laughs> I mean, we've all been there. <laughs> yeah, no. You, get, you, you have your, you know, the first, the intro bike. Yeah, and then you're like, man. Okay, so you mean if my bike didn't weigh this much, I could go up hills faster? Okay. All right. So we're just going to get a lighter bike. <laughs> I got it. I'm with it. Yeah. I Yep. That's a dangerous part, you know, yep. when you get to know, like, uh, you know, the cycling world, equipments, kids. Uh, yeah. So for anyone listening who doesn't know about N plus one, <laughs> N plus one is the number of bikes yeah. that you have eternally. So <laughs> N being the current number of bikes you own and the plus one being the next bike you're going to buy because it's inevitable. <laughs> I totally it just agree. <laughs> it's just going to happen. It, it is. So how many bikes do you have now? A tree, but I succeeded to sell some. Okay. Oh well, well I've got another foldable bike. I've got. Uh huh. So yeah, four. four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, <laughs> a touring bike. My touring bike. Uh huh. I've recently sold that. Uh, I went. Up oh, did I it have it a name? To, uh, yeah. Uh, oh my god. You don't remember its name. <laughs> I think something like Galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> it has like a very nice name the brand itself those so yeah that's those that's those that was my those okay all right those if you hear me <laughs> somewhere <laughs> i really miss you it's okay i had to sell my my first bike well the first bike i built i called it captain planet it's actually tattooed on my arm oh my yeah. god so i'm a little extreme okay. in that regard okay um you can see yeah <laughs> <laughs> I don't suggest everybody go tattoo their bikes on their own. <laughs> <laughs> That's just where I was in life at the moment. Okay, we're okay. gonna. We, you gotta show me that later. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. Okay. So you now you have four bikes. Well, uh, I sold the touring oh. bike. I sold the second so aluminium bike, and now I have only foldable and my super sweet carbon bike. Ooh, your super sweet carbon bike. Yeah. And where do you and the super sweet <laughs> carbon bike go? Oh, um, it depends. It depends. But mostly the other side of Barcelona, like going north, not uh, south where you went today. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, there is a famous <coughs> route uh, just to do, like to train and it's like... Does it have a name? Yeah, La Roca del Valles. <coughs> okay. You probably passed by. Then you Maybe. from there you can like do a lot of climb, just training. But my favorite place to ride is anywhere near Girona, Vic, Ripoll. So that part, <coughs> it's okay. very tough. We went to San Gregorio this weekend and rode a little bit, and it was beautiful. Where is it near? It's um, it's like a five. 10 minute drive from Girona. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. I can imagine. So there's like a main through fair. Yeah. Where they're just cyclists passing by all day long. Oh, yeah. It was really That's cool. true. Yeah. That's true. Uh, I've done a lot of, I mean, ever since I discovered cycling, 
like every like next destination for holidays it would be like cycling of Mallorca, course Calpe, mm -hmm. Lanzarote it was just like all training camp cycling holidays now yeah it's it's a it's getting a bit intense with cycling but uh yeah you just want to get you know be on the bike get better and are you do, have you ever done any like organized rides or anything competitive uh no not really but um uh, I, I did i do the sportive i do okay. a lot of sportive but uh yes i'm training to actually i'd like to compete i'd like to compete. oh yeah i'd like to go there i'd like to what kind of com competition would you like to do um well it depends on like where where, where you're strong no so i mean you just start where you start and yeah, then you kind no. of figure I, it out. I'm looking forward for my next like race to get dropped at 3K maybe. So. Oh, no, no, no. We're not going <laughs> to speak that into existence. <laughs> you are going to go yeah. and you're going to ride your bike and it's going to be great. No matter what. No matter what. Yeah. My first race was awful. I did horribly. <laughs> yeah, and here we are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I can imagine. What age you've been racing? Um, so now I'm 31, yeah. and I started at 26, just before my 27th birthday. Really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, you're right in there. Oh, my God. There you go. You're <laughs> because perfect age. Because, yeah, because I was like, always, oh, you're too old, you're too old. You're you too are old, not too old. too old. You're too old. You're too old. Go for it, girl. <laughs> you got it. Sweet. Do you know where to get started? Yeah, I'm actually signed up with a team. Uh, yeah. yeah! I've got my license. I just need to be there. All I'm, right. Yeah, get there. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so thank you so much for sharing that story with me and everyone who will listen. Um, yeah. I'm, it was a pleasure to thank, thank you. Of course. <laughs> uh, I guess I should mention that we are on a roof in Barcelona, so... Oh, yeah. All the sounds you hear of dogs <laughs> barking and birds chirping are authentic city sounds yeah. of Barcelona. Um, from here, I can see the top of Tibidabo, and it's lit up, and it's beautiful. Yeah, very beautiful. And, uh, yeah, this, this was fantastic. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. For every cyclist out there, just keep riding and enjoy the miles. Oh, yeah. I couldn't agree more. <laughs> All right, that'll do it. Thanks so much for listening to this audio chapter of Quick Brown Foxes. Please remember to give feedback, ask your questions, and, you know, support my Patreon if you don't mind. Don't forget to check back next week for the visual follow-up.